All right, good afternoon. It is Saturday, May the 28th. We are at the end of the month of May already. The fifth month of the year is already about to come to a close. It is 12.06 p.m. Central Standard Time. We are at the top of the 12 noon hour here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. It is high noon here in Beaumont, Texas, coming to you live from a very large town in Beaumont, a very tiny city in Beaumont, Texas. This is JCF of the Prophets Picks, and this is yet another edition of your phase two off-season podcast shows and that is of course the roster review shows talking about the middle of the pack rosters at this point in time of phase two and the middle of the pack teams are the teams that got seven victories last year there were a few of those teams that got seven wins in the first ever 18 week 17 game season already recorded Roster review shows for the teams that just missed the postseason with eight victories and nine losses. And now going to talk about the teams that had a winning record, one game over 500, nine victories and eight losses. But they just missed the postseason. Few of those teams from last year, they came that close and did not make the postseason this past January. That is teams from basically both sides of the NFL conferences, NFC, and then, of course, the AFC. And then, of course, a few of those teams that had nine victories did make the postseason. And we will talk about those when the time arrives. But going to focus on the teams that just missed the postseason with a winning record. Saints were 9-8 and eight last year. The... Chargers from the AFC West, 9-8. Colts from the AFC South, 9-8. And and the Miami Dolphins from the AFC East, 9-8. But those teams that I just mentioned did not make it to the postseason. And there were more AFC teams than there were NFC teams. And on today, I'm going to talk to everyone about your 9-8 New Orleans Saints. Saints fans, New Orleans, you're not that far away from where I am right now. And if you are a Saints fan, then I'm going to be talking about your team in this podcast show at the top of the noon hour here in the Central Standard Time Zone. Good afternoon. Once again, it is Saturday, May the 28th. Welcome back to the Props Picks. It's a holiday weekend as well. Memorial Day is this Monday. And I have been in Texas for a year now. Very excited. I'm going to be at this point in time, a week from today, I will be officially in Houston. So I'm looking forward to that. This is, once again, though, your season review, or should I say roster review, excuse me, I knew I was going to make the mistake eventually, but this is your uh, nine, this is your season roster review, God, I can't get it together, this is your roster review, uh, New Orleans Saints roster review post-2022 NFL Draft. It's extremely hard to get it out of my mouth right now. I got a billion things going through my brain more than normal because as I forestated, I will be moving to Houston this time next week. I will be in Houston unpacking and unloading the U-Haul truck. So got a lot on my mind on today, but I did set aside some time to talk about a few of the rosters post 2022 
NFL draft. So as I forestated, a lot of those nine and eight teams fall in the AFC side of the conference. And then only a few of the teams that finished the nine and eight last year fall on the NFC side of things. And only one of those teams made the postseason. And if you watched the NFL postseason this past January 2022, I'm pretty sure you already know which NFC team finished 9-8 and and made it to the postseason this past January. It is approximately now 10 minutes past the hour. It is 1.11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Atlantic Eastern Standard Time. Good afternoon. Good morning to Mountain Division individuals as it is approximately. Yes, sir. 11.11 a.m. Mountain Time. It is 10.11 a.m. Pacific Division Time. Good morning to you over there. Good afternoon to everyone here in the Central and Eastern Atlantic Eastern Standard Time Zones. Aloha to everyone out there in Waikiki in Honolulu, Hawaii. Happy Memorial Day to everyone out there in Hawaii as well. We will be celebrating those that gave their lives for the beliefs and the foundation of this country, which... Of course, we all know a lot of that is not being respected or referenced in the last and evil days that we live in, especially with the shooting that happened in Buffalo a couple of weekends ago. And then, of course, the shooting that happened in Texas this past Tuesday, praying for the families that lost loved ones to just pure hate and evil. Hatred is taught. Love is not. Human beings first instinct is to accept, love and um, receive. Hatred is something that is taught. It's instilled in all of us. And, um, you know, it's something that is learned. It's a learned, taught behavior. And a lot of times parents teach it knowingly, willingly. And then a lot of times parents teach it unknowingly, unwillingly. But nevertheless, they do indeed teach it. But love is the number one thing that we all know to do at birth. A lot of things are instilled in us when we were kids. And today I just want to say that my prayer is that those of you that have babies on the way, those of you that just had babies, those of you that have young children, that are the ages of one, two, three, four, five years old, six years old, and still loving them. Do not teach them bigotry. Do not teach them racism. Do not teach them hatred. Teach love. Teach receiving. Of course, we know you can't receive everything, right? We know that. But the point I'm making is don't teach division. Don't teach strife. Don't teach hatred. Don't teach racism. That's something that's taught. It's not something that we're born with. So I just wanted to get that off my chest really quickly. All right. Don't know how many teams that finished nine and eight last year. I'm going to have time to talk about today, but I am going to talk about as many teams as I can. Of course, we all know the rude interruption that I had last Saturday. That was an immediate in-house emergency that kept me from getting more shows done But on today, as far as I know, really don't have to do anything but just pack this house up so I can work around packing as well as record. Or should I say I can work around recording as I pack? So a long day, but 
not a lot of time in the day to get done what I need to get done because when night cometh, I'm definitely going to sit my behind down. So how do the roster review shows go? I do this every single show. If you haven't listened to any of the roster review shows, past or present, then I will give you a quick rundown and then I'm just going to go right into it for the sake of time. So we're at the end of May. The NFL draft has happened. And what I do now is I talk about the 15 players that weren't drafted. That is on each and every one of these NFL rosters and those 15 players that go undrafted. All of the players that go undrafted, all 32 NFL teams signs at least 15 or 16 of these guys for what we call OTAs and upcoming mini camps. Free agency happened in the middle of March every year, right around my birthday. The NFL draft happened at the end of April. And every NFL team has all of those players on their rosters now. So now every franchise has to figure out who's going to fit with the coaching staff, which players that are new are going to fit with the players that were a part of the roster from last year. Will some of the players from last year that are currently a part of the roster that was a part of the last year, that was a part of the roster last year, are they going to fit on this year's roster? If not, they're going to find themselves released in August and that will be phase three of the offseason for the Provis Picks podcast. I will have roster cut down special shows and I will do 2022 predictions for every single divisions, both AFC and NFC's North, South, East and West. And this is what's going on right now in the NFL. So with the New Orleans Saints, of course, I will grade their quarterback classroom. I will grade every classroom positional wise. I will grade the offense And then I will grade the defense position by position, the defense as a whole. And then I will grade the New Orleans Saints players as a whole, not the front office, not the ownership, not the coaching staff. That will happen in August. And we're right around the corner from June. And I still got at least a good double digit amount of shows to do, not counting this one. So I may as well go ahead and count how many I have left since I mentioned it. I still have to talk about the teams that made it to the postseason. That is Buffalo, New England, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. That is Tennessee, Kansas City, Las Vegas. Seven on that side of the AFC conference. And then on the NFC side, Dallas, Philly, Green Bay, Tampa, Los Angeles, Arizona, and of course, San Francisco. So, I still have to talk about all of the nine teams that made it to the tournament this past January. And then, of course, I'm still talking about the nine and eight teams that did not make it, which, again, is my Miami Dolphins. The Colts did not make it. The Chargers did not make it. And then, of course, we have Pittsburgh. Or should I already got Pittsburgh? Excuse me. Then, of course, uh, that'll be it because I am talking about the New Orleans Saints now. So, About eight more shows to go, eight, nine more shows to go. Hopefully I did my math correctly. I'm not a math wizard, so I don't always do that correctly, but a good nine, eight shows to go, not including this one. And at the end of the day, I will do a recount towards the end of the show. And then hopefully I will take the time out today to do at least 
one or two more shows with teams that finished nine and eight that did not make it to the postseason. Hopefully I can do all three of them. It's going to be AFC shows back to back to back. Chargers, Colts, and Dolphins. And then I will be on the cusp of the 14 teams that made it to the tournament. Seven on the AFC side, seven on the NFC side. But for now, let's talk about the Saints. New Orleans Saints picked up Andy Dalton from the Chicago Bears. Uh, Andy Dalton was with the Dallas Cowboys before then. And then before he found his way back home to the state of Texas, he was with the Cincinnati Bengals for many seasons. He's going into year number 12 from TCU, 6'2", 220. He overcame all of the negativity that came with him after he was drafted to be the franchise guy in Cincinnati, and it worked out. He was a franchise guy in Cincinnati for a good 9, 10 seasons. Jameis Winston is on the roster as well. He's recovered pretty well from that injury he suffered during the regular season when he tore his knee up. And then um, after that, you got Ian Book. He didn't have a prayer or a chance against the Miami Dolphins in that only start that he got in uh, the first year of his career. He was a rookie on last year. Um, quarterback classroom for the New Orleans Saints, they, they got some questions. Trevor Simeon left. He joined the Chicago Bears. Um, Jameis Winston, as I forestated, resigned. Um, Andy Dalton found his way from Chicago to uh, New Orleans. And the word is, is that Taysom Hill, who is the biggest enigma on the roster for the New Orleans Saints, because you can literally put him anywhere. He's a Swiss Army knife as well. But they still don't know what he can really do as a starting quarterback. And the belief is, if he's going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL, if he does not make it to Kansas City with Andy Reid or Jacksonville, which we know Jacksonville has Trevor Lawrence, Kansas City has Mahomes. The only other place I can see him being a quarterback and being successful, because we got to remember, Sean Payton, no longer the head coach for the New Orleans Saints. So at the end of the day, the only other place I can see Taysom Hill being a franchise starting quarterback, that place is going to be in New Orleans. I mean, beg your pardon, in San Francisco. Because that's the only other offensive-minded head coach that is a quarterback whisperer. So, classroom for the New Orleans Saints, believe it or not, The football can be tossed around pretty well by Jameis Winston. Andy Dalton can come right in if Winston gets hurt again. Taysom Hill, more than likely, obviously is going to be your third string quarterback, as well as all of the other things that he does. The jack of all trades, a joker on the football field with special teams as well. And then that leaves Ian Book. Most likely, this quarterback classroom that the Saints currently have, Winston, Hill, Dalton, and Book, that's going to be the quarterback classroom that they will have going into the regular season. Unless somebody takes a humongous offensive leap. And again, we have to remember, Sean Payton, the quarterback whisperer, the offensive genius, mentally, 
is no longer in New Orleans. It would be a different story if he was. I'll talk more about that in the third phase of the offseason podcast shows. With that being said, quarterback classroom, believe it or not, they're going to have to get a B plus. Jameis Winston was doing pretty good before he got hurt last year. He was running all over the field. He was looking like he was going to dominate that game. And that game that I'm referring to is the team that drafted him into the league to be a franchise quarterback in the first place. And that was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a game in which the New Orleans Saints did win. New Orleans Saints have swept the Bucs in all four meetings with Tom Brady. The most important one was that divisional playoff round game, though, a couple of Januarys ago that allowed the Saints to be embarrassed and send Drew Brees into retirement. But it took Tom Brady on to to Green Bay and then back home for the Super Bowl to Tampa Bay. Once again, B-plus classroom for Jameis Winston and the New Orleans Saints quarterbacks. Running backs, Mark Ingram II returning home. He came home, y'all, last year via trade. Probably the best thing that the New Orleans Saints did because Alvin Kamara was injured and busted up a lot last year. So was Toby Jones Jr., the rookie from Notre Dame. And then Dwayne Washington did what he could when he could. Divine Ozigbo, he is now a part of the New Orleans Saints backfield from the University of Nebraska going into season number four. And then Abram Smith, the rookie from Baylor. Not too far away from New Orleans is Waco, Texas. Excuse me. With Alvin Kamara alone, you have an A-plus running back. But you just add complimenting backs with Mark Ingram II. And then Toby Jones Jr., he's fresh. He's young. Dwayne Washington, been around the league for some years. This is an A-plus running back classroom. But how good will the running back classroom be? It all depends on the offensive line. If you've been listening to these roster review shows, you better understand what I'm saying with that. Wide receivers. Kevin White was a first-round draft pick six years ago, but he's barely played any football because of the iron rod that was in his leg as he was injured the majority of his career with the Chicago Bears. That was a team that took a chance on him and drafted him. It did not work out. Michael Thomas, speaking of injuries, he's still busted up. He's not done anything training off-season training activities, offensive team activities, mini camps, whatever you want to call it. He's not done anything with the Saints. And he did not play all year last year. He was an A-plus wide receiver. He's dropped off, being off a whole year. Basically, to be a C-plus guy, he's got to work his way back up. Traquan Smith, A-plus wide receiver. Jarvis Landry returns home. A lot of speculation that... Odell Beckham Jr. will join as well. Go back home to LSU and New Orleans. Marcus Kellaway, deep threat, complete wide receiver. Jarvis Landry, not to mention Chris Olave, rookie wide receiver from Ohio State. At wide receiver, New Orleans Saints are stacked. Rashid Shahi, rookie from Weber State. He is a special teams returner as well as a wide receiver. Wide receiver classroom is loaded. For the New Orleans Saints, even if they do not get Michael Thomas back, Michael uh, Kevin White did a heck of an amazing job last year 
his first season where he was 100% healthy. Wide receiver classroom for the New Orleans Saints is an A+. Tight ends, J.P. Holtz, Jawan Johnson. He is a wide receiver in a tight end body. There are wide receivers that are 6'4", 231, by the way, in the NFL. But a very slim 6'4", 231. Uh, Kahel Waring, 6'5", 250 at tight end. And Nick Vanette, Adam Troutman, tight end classroom for the New Orleans Saints, is an A-plus as well. But the question is, can Jameis Winston have enough time with the offensive line blocking for him to get him the football Teron Armstead is now in Miami and you now have Ryan Ramchek. he re-signed I believe it was last year during the season you have Landon Young this is the offensive line now A plus running back classroom A plus tight end classroom A plus wide receiver classroom but will the offensive line do the job and get the job done Forrest Lamp formerly of the charges you got Calvin Throckmorton love that name going into your number two from Oregon you got Ethan Greenwich from Villanova going into year number four. And then let's not forget James Hurst. Seems like he has not been in the league for nine years, but he is going into season number nine. Audrey's Pete going into season number eight. Does not seem like he's been along for eight years as well. Josh Andrews has bounced around the league. He is an excellent, versatile um, interior lineman. And then you got the center, Eric McCoy, and then the flex guy, Caesar Ruiz, he can play guard or center. He was a starter last year. This offensive line is an A+. That is going to balance out the grading for the Saints offense overall to be an A+. But we have to remember, sometimes the differences for a franchise is that head coach. How will the Saints recover offensively? With no head coach. Dennis Allen, the defensive coordinator, longtime defensive coordinator for the New Orleans Saints. He's still the defensive coordinator, but he's now the head coach. How will this change the offense? How will this offense be manipulated without an offensive minded head coach, without a balanced head coach? An experienced guy in Sean Payton. How will this team work out? It's definitely going to be different. Atmosphere is going to be different. Tarko Charlton, defensive end, defensive side of the football now for the Saints. Again, the offense is an A+. Marcus Davenport, both of these guys are B+, A- players. Carl Granderson, we know he is a B-plus guy. Cameron Jordan, enough said. Everyone know who, who Cam is, this Cam anyways. To know K. Passanwa, he is a C+, plus, B- player. This defensive line is an A-plus defensive line. I don't even got to read the defensive tackles, but I will humor you. Malcolm Roach going into year number three. We have Albert Huggins. I know who he is. You guys probably don't. Jaleel Johnson. I know who he is. You guys probably don't. Not to mention David Ayanmata. We know he's an A-plus defensive tackle. We know Shai Tuttle is an A-plus defensive tackle. Kentavious Street, formerly of the San Francisco 49ers. We know the San Francisco 49ers don't want to draft. We know. With the names that I've read off to you, that I just reeled off to you, that defensive line is an A-plus defensive line. Linebacker classroom, A-plus guys as well. Demario Davis, A-plus guy. Zach Bond, he's a B-plus guy going into your number three uh, from the University of Wisconsin. 
We got Eric Wilson. We know who he is, what he can do formally with the Minnesota Vikings. And then New Orleans Saints know how to draft some guys as well. Pete Warner, going into year number two from Ohio State. Ohio State is a pure NFL pedigree type of university. And then in the draft this year and out of the draft this year, Isaiah Pryor, rookie from Notre Dame. Nephi Sewell, rookie from Utah. DeMarco Jackson, rookie from Appalachian State. Linebackers for the New Orleans Saints is a A minus at best. A B plus is the proper grading for these guys. This is scary. But again, leadership as a head coach is a huge factor. Paulson Adebo, going to your number two from Stanford, was a draft pick for the Saints last year. <coughs> Excuse me. This year, Vincent Gray is a rookie from Michigan. Demarcus Fields, rookie from Texas Tech. Marshawn Lattimore, we know he's an A-plus guy. Bradley Roby at cornerback, we know he's an A-plus guy. These are cornerbacks, by the way. P.J. Williams, we know he's an A-plus corner as well. C.J. Gardner, Johnson, defensive back, slash safety, quarterback, nickelback, dimeback, slot back, um, strong safety, free safety. So is J.T. Gray. These guys are A-plus cornerbacks, defensive backs are A-plus Daniel Sorensen may need to just become a linebacker 100% of the time. Tyron Matthews, the free safety. We know who Tyron Matthews is, what he can do. The Honey Badger returns back home to LSU, New Orleans as well. Justin Evans, B-plus safety. Marcus May, C-plus, B-minus type of safety, formerly of the New York Jets. This secondary is an A+. Smoke Monday, one of the best names in the NFL right now and to date. 6-3-1-9, rookie from Auburn. Smoke Monday. Love that guy. Um, A+, secondary, man. I mean, Matthew, Daniel Sorensen can be a linebacker as well as a defensive back. I think Daniel Sorensen is a D-plus defensive back at this stage of his career. But as a linebacker, I think he is still a high producer as a B-plus guy. I've seen him get burnt too many times. There's even video out there with Tyron Matthew throwing his arms up and asking Daniel Sorensen, where were you at? What were you doing? There's plenty of video out there. Go and look it up on the World Wide Web. Nevertheless, the Saints just missed the postseason last year. They needed a franchise quarterback. They needed an upper echelon quarterback. If they had that quarterback, they would have been in the postseason and it probably would when it would have went deep into the postseason would they have beaten the Rams though I doubt it with that being said this has been roster review post 2022 NFL draft of the New Orleans Saints defense is an A plus offense is an A plus the team is an A plus but what will the grading be in August for the final phase of the offseason phase of podcast shows here at the Prophets Fix Football Podcast Show, we'll have to find out. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Business, Meta Suites, the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show, Instagram at the Prophets Picks 3180, Twitter at Prophets underscore picks. I did an amazing job on this show under half an hour. Perfect. Hopefully, I can keep this going. Get ready, Miami Dolphins fans. Your Roster Review Show is next. This has been Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. Email me, theprophetspicks at gmail. 
Facebook.com. Everybody stay safe out there and stay tuned. At least two more shows to come. If my throat holds out, it's very warm in here, very hot. Summertime has arrived. The unofficial beginning of summer actually happened like two weeks ago. But the official, unofficial beginning of summer is coming the next few days. This is Memorial Day weekend. Everybody stay safe out there. One.